you're listening to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Todd and his three sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Welcome back to our friends, family, and even you foes out there to the Fox Den Sports Podcast, along with my two sons, two of my three sons, Kel, uh, Gannon, Garrett and Gannon, good grief. Uh, Kellen's off this week. He's not here. So uh, we are the Fox Den Sports Podcast. And I don't know what episode this is. We've got a lot, but uh, is what it is. And to a lot of our podcast listeners, um, not a whole lot of OU, nothing to really talk about for OU today. So this is going to be a uh, an NFL playoff uh, edition that we're going to talk about, talk about some coaching changes as well. Uh, a lot of, a lot of this happened, but I know we had, uh, what was it? Six games this past weekend. I think I was five and one on my predictions and, and I know five home teams won. And the only game I missed and the only home team that lost was the Dallas Cowboys. You definitely so, missed the Houston Cleveland game. No, I picked. Did I pick Cleveland? You definitely picked Cleveland. I was like Are one of the. Sure? I was. I think I was the only one who picked Houston. Because that's know. about the only one I got right. Really? Well, okay. Well, I lost. I lost that one. Do you know, every team that scored first won. Really? Maybe Green Bay knew that going in. Probably, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys. Uh, I mean, the the best game of the whole uh, of the weekend to me was the Lions and Rams of all the games. That was probably the best yeah. one. All the other ones kind of uh, were a little bit stinkers. You got two games that were in the frigid cold. You know, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins twenty six to seven in the cold, and then you had Buffalo's game getting um, postponed to Monday. Uh, they won thirty one to seventeen over Pittsburgh. So those two games, but then you know, then you have the the Texans, I mean, beat the snot out of the Browns. I was honestly surprised about the score for sure. Tampa Bay and uh, Baker Mayfield beat up on uh, Philadelphia. I think I picked Philadelphia. I really do. So now looking at it, so I don't think I was right on very many of them. But, uh, <laughs> but Baker Mayfield and the, and the team, I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. There's some internal issues. Here's Think about this. Buffalo had a 6-6 six and six record. And um, I believe Philadelphia at one point had a ten and one record, and they both ended up with the same record. That's ridiculous. So uh, Buffalo, you know, they're hot right now. They're in the playoffs, probably one of the hottest teams uh, in the playoffs. But I don't know what's going on with Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he is how hurt he is. He seems like he is, and then but the thing is, is, some of these other guys seem like they're mad at him. AJ Brown didn't play, but he's been saying things about him. I saw a video of Dallas. Was it Dallas Goddard? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. You know, getting upset with him as well. So, and, and Jalen once again, as always, is just pure class. I don't have any idea. Any any thoughts on uh, what's going on with those guys? I. No idea. I know Lane Johnson said something after the game, former OU uh, tackle, that they all knew like about halfway. I mean, halfway through the season that there just was something up, but they just expected that it would fix itself throughout the season. Yeah. And nobody stepped yeah. out of, to try and figure out what the problem was and figure and fix it. But everyone, coaching staff, players, everyone just thought they could 
just ride what they had going and ended up just biting them in the butt. So this the was end. weird. Is like I expected them to win. Just, I mean, it's like the Eagles, even though they had a rough stretch, obviously. But like, I can't say it's like totally surprising. Like I was surprised, but it shouldn't have been because like, I mean, when a team like shows you time and time again, like kind of who they are this season, and especially when you close a season without any improvements in like the entire second half of the year, like, like this was kind of laid out to happen, but I was still surprised. Like you said, the, the lions um, Rams game was the best game and it definitely was, but I enjoyed watching that game though. I'll be honest. Like that was probably my best. Uh, the one last night. Oh, oh yeah. That was yeah, awesome. yeah. Oh yeah, Baker Baker Magic and oh yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I love it that they kind of have but taken it down. Really, even but... when they were ten and one, they weren't very convincing. Like everyone no. still was like saying they hadn't played a whole lot of people or playing very. They were well. tight margins too, right? Like they yeah, didn't really no, blow anybody out against a bunch of no, not nobodies, but not very good teams. <laughs> Lower so caliber. Yeah, I think at that point they did beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs weren't looking good either. And they still aren't. Yeah, so it's like they still aren't. They just got lucky with uh, playing at home and the weather. Sure, for sure. I think if they would have, yeah, weather is somehow insane. ended up playing Buffalo, it would have been a completely different 100%. story. Which is exciting that that's who they have to run through, in my opinion. But that's gonna be <clears throat> that's gonna be a really good game. Uh, we can get into that in a second. But I had one question. So Sirianni, um, you know, Jonathan Gannon went to Arizona to be the head coach, the old defensive coordinator. Shane Steichen went to the Indianapolis Colts. He was the old offensive coordinator. You know, how much that plays into it, I don't know, because I know the better teams are, then they start stealing your your coaches, and then you got to rebuild. And, and maybe Hertz is not, uh, you know, meshing with the with the offense coordinator now. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, he he seems to me to be hurt and hasn't been uh, effective at all. He's better to me when he runs the football, runs it quite often, and he hasn't done a whole lot of that because last night they, were, they, didn't, they, they weren't running the ball as much and they should have been running. But it is what it is. It's over. Um, I, I want to know, do you guys think, because I know I brought it up last week, but do you think uh, that uh, Sirianni's in trouble? Should be. I don't know why he, yeah. why anybody would be blaming Hertz in this scenario. I don't think what happened over the course of the season is not on the quarterback at all. That's a hundred percent coaching. Like if there's, if if there's issues in the locker room, head coach, you got to do something about that. Yeah. And I think if somehow like Hertz was the man to pull out a big win or like somehow solve the problems, like, it's good if he does it, but it's, I don't think it's any knock on him if he doesn't do it, if that makes sense. Like, sure. for the situation, like, I don't think, yeah, you can blame him that much. It, one thing I saw that comes to mind, it's like, it was an interview I saw with Brett Farr talking about, like, mentoring Aaron Rodgers, and he's like, I didn't get, that's not what I got paid for. Right. You don't get paid to mentor players. You get paid to win games and, and be a leader, and I think, I think Jalen fit the leader in winning games to, for the most part, but his job's not to fix the team. No, no, not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. Like, no. He gets paid a lot of money, but it's not for that. Mm. No. It's to win games and be a leader mm. in the locker room and on the field and all that, for sure. And he can win games, and he did, obviously, last year. Yeah. When there was obviously just – yeah. I agree. I think he's, something's wrong with him. I think he's hurt. But I also think that uh, there's just some internal stuff going on. 
And mm. I read a few message boards and Philadelphia fans. Um, they may know probably a little bit more than we do, but they're saying a lot of internal stuff going on. So, but here, here's the thing: uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, once again, I don't even want to say break hearts or anything, because to be honest with you, like <laughs> at one point, to me, to be quite honest, I mean, it was kind of comical to me, which I'm a big Dallas Cowboy fan, has been since 1977. Probably was before that. I uh, just didn't remember. But, um, yeah. To get beat 48-32, to 32, to come out, lay an egg in a playoff game on both sides. Um, you know, at home. Ball. I know the offense at home. I know the offense uh, through, you know, had 400-plus yards but um, uh, passing for Dak. But at the same time, you know, he did throw uh, some, some crucial interceptions. And it's not all on deck. Um, the defense didn't play well. The coaches, I don't think, had their players ready to play. And I will say it once again, two weeks in a row, uh, I was wrong about Jordan Love. I mean, he, he looks really good. And what's amazing to me is that the Packers, if I'm not mistaken, 1991 was the first year Favre started playing there because that was whenever uh, – it was either 90 or 91, but I think it was 91. And to go from Favre, to go to then to go to Aaron Rodgers and possibly let's say love and still early don't get me wrong but hypothetically if he's good for another 10 to 15 years there's an NFL team with a with a 40 year stretch of not having to worry about quarterback and you've got mm-hmm. teams out there Chicago's never been able to get it right um, you know Seattle hasn't got it right you know Russell Wilson did did, did good for a while but they haven't really got it right Cleveland Cleveland. Washington hasn't ha- hasn't had a quarterback in years. Uh, the Giants since Eli Manning. I mean, of course that's not that hasn't been so far uh, far ago. But there's some teams that just can't get it right. And then you got one organization who looks to me, if as long as everything stays good and he stays healthy, forty plus years. Like, do you think any of it has to do with the fact that they sit these guys for a couple years and let them l- listen and learn? behind some, you know, even though they're not mentors, but watching these guys play. What do you think it is? I think they just trust the development process. That's all it is. And yeah. to be a quarterback in the NFL isn't just a one-year thing. Like, the learning curve, like, that's a multiple-year curve. Whether or not Aaron Rodgers even said a word to him does not matter. Like, <laughs> they had a plan with Rodgers, drafting him to sit behind Favre. They followed that plan, and it worked out. They drafted Love in a, in a draft that everyone thought they were going to go offensive talent to help Rodgers out. They had a plan just for when Rodgers left that he was going to be the guy, and so far it looks pretty good. Like they Teams just go off their idea and plan so fast it's that they don't bail. even give it a chance. Right. Like You look at Mahomes, I mean, he, was, he only set for a year. But I could I can't even imagine how much that helped him for the rest of his career. And then you look at all these other teams who toss their number one pick out there be, just because they're a number one pick, they think they're ready. And I think it just completely kills them, honestly. Like there's so few number one overall quarterback picks that actually work out. And they have I mean, they have to be a different type of guy to Well, especially because be you're throwing him in, into a dumpster fire. Oh yeah. Like yeah, the most teams, of them are going to bad teams, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, the team's like, bad horrible. the worst team in the NFL. Most unless they yeah. traded for it. But 
And it's not like you got magically better over one offseason or convinced a bunch of really good players to come in free agency and such. Like, I just – I don't understand. And I think that's what also benefits late-round quarterbacks um, and, or late – yeah, late-round quarterbacks sure. more because they have a better, a better team. team. Yeah. Like, Brock Purdy – if you put Brock Purdy on any of these lower-level teams, <laughs> yeah. dude's out of the league already. That's for sure. Yeah. He's toast, yeah. But all it is is just game-managing the best – overall team in the NFL and he makes it look pretty easy, which it, I mean, I couldn't 100%. do it, but it, it is for an NFL caliber quarterback. No, I agree. Cause I mean, look at Carolina, um, you know, they threw their quarterback out there, Josh Fields, or, Justin, or Justin Fields. I can always say Josh. He's used to play for Oklahoma state, but Justin Fields. Um, I don't know if he would have been better if he would have been able to sit for a little bit. I don't know. I mean, What's crazy about him is he does this every year. He did this last year, and then this year he like looked pretty good towards the end. And you're thinking, hey, this guy may have turned a corner, but then you get, you know, I they got the number one pick. They're crazy they don't take Caleb Williams, but, but there's quarterbacks that do this all the time. Atlanta threw their guy out there for a little, you know. Um, I know C.J. Stroud has looked pretty good, so he's a little bit different, but he's on a he's. I mean, and they've got. No, you can't team. say that's a good team. That is not a good team. They're I was just great. about to, no. I was just no, about yeah. to say no. coming into the year they were just as bad as Carolina. Yeah. yeah, they are. So, but they've shorted up. I, you know, I think coaching does help. I do think that for sure. But um, he's played well. I know a few years ago uh, Justin Herbert came in his first year and he went nuts. I think the Chargers were a little bit better of a football team overall, though, than some of these other teams. So. It, it, you can't get it right. I mean, the Raiders haven't got it right since Rich Gannon um, in the early 2000s. They haven't got it right even before that. Uh, man, it was – what was it? Jim Plunkett, you know, was the last real big, uh, really good quarterback taken to, to the Super Bowl wins. But it is what it is. But Dallas – I want to talk about Dallas next. Um, garbage. If you're Jerry Jones, this is day two, already gone by. He hasn't fired Mike McCarthy – I don't know if he's going to. Well, if he hasn't now, think? when is he going to? Like, yeah. what's the point in waiting? Like, you're not no, going to get a better team over the offseason than you had this year, so I don't know why you think he's still a guy. Do you think he needs to be fired? Oh, yes. yeah, 100%. No question. Do no you question. think the whole coaching staff needs to be let go, or just – what do you think? Just him. I think I mean Dan Quinn's already probably leaving, so that's answers it probably right there. Probably to Seattle most likely, yeah. Yeah, and then I don't know. Do I don't think we really had an offensive coordinator, did we? I know McCarthy was the one calling plays, so he was the main one. I don't think that would have as much of an impact. If, but I just don't know what they're going to do because they look they look terrible in the game. Um, they weren't ready, and this is just the the thing is is this is. What cracks me up is I know people love to bag on Dallas. I'm a Dallas fan, have been forever. But again, I said it was com- it got comical because we're just waiting for it, waiting for the uh, you know the ball to drop to them them to make the mistakes, and that's exactly what happened. But people forget, you know, they had a really good team, and of course it doesn't matter. 70s, you know, early 80s, and then you know that team in the 90s, and they haven't been relevant. Um, I mean, I guess they, they've been relevant because they've had some good years, and this is probably one of their best teams 
since the 90s. I don't want to say it was the best, but it's been one of the best. However, they just can't get it done. I think uh, it'll be another 29 years, I think it is, till they uh, till they win a Super Bowl because it'll be the curse of Jimmy Johnson. It took him 29 years to get him in the uh, ring of honor, maybe. I don't know. But uh, Jerry Jones is the biggest issue with this team. Jerry Jones, how many owners have a um, – you know, a, a, a television show or podcast or whatever it is he has. He has something. Meet with the media all the time. I don't know if you guys lit, watched last night uh, Marcus Spears before the game started. And he was talking and he said, you know, I think he played for Dallas for eight years and he played one with Baltimore. He said the difference is when I played at Baltimore for the one year, I saw Steve Bashotti, the owner, twice. He goes, Jerry Jones is around all the time. He goes, until that changes, which is not going to change, they're going to continue to have this kind of uh, issues because he's, it's all about him. He's all, you know, I get, he wants to make money, but I mean, damn, you got to win. I mean, shut up. Let, let the, cause coaches that go there know that they truly don't have control of that team. And that's why I don't think a bill Belichick would go there. I was about, to, I was just about to say bill Belichick pretty much said today that that's, that's the, that position there is what he's waiting on to open. A report came, Adam Schefter, a report came out saying that, let me find it really quick. No kidding for Dallas? Essentially, he said, former Pats head coach interested in talented yet underachieving teams. Well, and Dallas Cowboys. Name one other, name one other opening, maybe Chargers, but he's not looking at Chargers really. Name one other team that's a very, very talented team that's underachieved. Sure. Gannon, did you have something? No, I, here's the thing, um, of all the teams and Dallas isn't open yet, but hypothetically they do, there's nobody better and nobody more ready than this team. And I think, and that's what I talked about with some guys at work today. Like hypothetically, if Belichick were to come, he might be able to take him over, over the edge, over the top. And then another thing, um, he's going to have his team ready. It doesn't matter what his team is going to be ready. The only issue, well, one of the biggest issues I have with Belichick, I don't know how great of a talent evaluator he is because they haven't done really well with draft picks and they haven't done really well to develop those players. What were you going to say? Well, I was just about to say, well, I mean, I, you can say recently, yes. Recently, In the yes. past, I mean, they've been the past, totally he was, fine. Man, they, he but, was hitting on them. It, yeah. But the thing is, we don't need talent. We don't struggle with talent. Right. Yeah, like, we I just get for the future, yes. For right. depth, yes. But starting right. by how right, long would fine. he? How long would he be here, anyways? I'd say four, four or five, years five yeah. Which is but, four or five years we have the chance to win. So yeah, right. And he's going to get he he wants to be the all time winningest coach. He's going to get there a lot quicker with Dallas or the Chargers more than anybody. Uh, but the Chargers look like they're going to go with Harbaugh. I, who would you rather have, Harbaugh or, or Belichick? If you had not Harbaugh, team? Belichick, yeah. yeah, definitely not Harbaugh. Why not Harbaugh? I just don't, don't want. Yeah, I just don't want Harbaugh. He hasn't. I mean, he made it to a Super Bowl. Hasn't proven he can win it. You yeah. know, took him however many years to make it to the or win one at yeah. Michigan. Michigan. Like, took him longer than everyone thought as well. That's for, that's definitely for sure. Yeah, that's interesting. But I going back to Belichick. I mean, I at first I was like, there's no shot that he he was he he would come. Um, cause I just don't know how much Jerry's ego would allow it. 
because Jerry likes to be the front runner and, the, and, and hey, look at me, because he didn't have that with Joe, Jimmy Johnson. He didn't have that with Bill Parcells. I was going to say, you think it would clash like it did with Jimmy? It might, but the only thing is, is Jerry's 81 years old, and, you know, he could live another 10 or 15 years. I, I don't know the answer to that, but all I'm saying is he wants to win now. The best way to do it is to get the best person out there available, which looks like it's Bill Belichick. I know recent, recently, obviously, looking at it, he they stunk, you know, since Tom Brady left. But at the same time, I mean, people have been poaching, you know, their coaching staff and all that, you know, kind of stuff for years. But if you want to win with the team and a team that's going to, pro- that's going to be prepared, that'd probably be the, the best choice. I don't know whether or not him and Jerry are having this, you know, Belichick are having uh, discussions off, you know, while, even though while McCarthy's here, I don't know the answer to that. But something needs to happen pretty quick because I don't want to see Belichick in Atlanta. They have no quarterback. Why would you go there? That doesn't make any sense. Chargers have the best quarterback in Herbert, but then Dak is probably is truly better than all the other quarterbacks of all the other teams uh, that are looking for a coach. I think Dak would be a lot better of a coach quarterback. with – Quarterback, yeah. Or, yeah, sorry, with with a better yeah. coach in Belichick, as I meant to say. Yeah. All I'm saying is – go ahead, Garrett. Well, I was just going to say me and a couple of buddies have been talking like, why don't you do basically what New England just did? Hire Belichick, go get the best young offensive coordinator in the league, pull him from wherever he's at and be like, listen, I know you could probably go get a head, head coaching job right now, but we're giving you the chance to be a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys in four years. I know it's a long time. Come win some Super Bowls with a really good team. Get comfortable. And then once Belichick's done, you're the guy. I get like, Ben Johnson then. Because I said it. I said, yeah, that's what that's who Diego tossed out. But I said, uh, I don't remember who I told this to, but. This playoffs has proven that it doesn't matter how good of a defense you have. Defenses don't mean crap anymore. They don't. Like, any defense is going to get a couple stops, yes, but it does not matter. All you have to do is just consistently move the ball and play field position and points on the board. That's all this playoffs is proving. You have to have a young offensive coordinator who's innovative. And Andy Reid's not young, but he's still very innovative to be able to be somewhat successful. And we haven't had that in, I, I mean, not that I can remember. So I just don't I understand, like, defenses, yes, it's cool, it's fun to have a top five defense to, you know, really dominate the, the lower teams. Yeah. That's where you really see the separation. But the top, the real separation is having a good offense and a consistent offense. I agree 100%. A buddy, home, buddy. away, playoffs, yeah. regular season. Doesn't matter. Buddy, my Mark Register came by my store today and we talked and he said, you know, these these kids out there now, like the the Mike uh the um Kyle Shanahan's, the the McVeigh's, they're all innovators. These guys are innovators. And Jerry Jones doesn't ever hire anything like that. So because he's he's too he's got too big of an ego and he doesn't want he wants to do things his way. And I but I agree with you. I mean, what I'm fr- afraid of is Belichick coming and he brings um, McDaniels with him, which he's proven to be a pretty good offensive coordinator. He just can't be the next head coach because he stinks as a head yeah, coach. Yeah, definitely not. Somebody like a Ben Johnson? Yeah. 
that'd be fantastic. But I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm nervous because I'm sitting, nah, I'm not so nervous, but I'm just like curious because I'm like, I don't know if he's going to make a move. I don't know if they're going to make any kind of, any kind he's of move. He's not going to. Longer you wait, the, the less the pick amount of uh, options you have. 100%. Because, I mean, how, the only thing is, if, if you're Philadelphia, same thing. Get rid of Sirianni and bring in uh, Belichick. But the only way I get rid of Sirianni is if I'm guaranteed to get Belichick or maybe even Ben Johnson, because I think Ben Johnson's got a good future. But I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, Dallas, typical Dallas Cowboys um, letting us down. But, again, a lot of people think it's hilarious because Jerry Jones, and he's he's totally uh, mishandled uh, the way he does things, and he just needs to be quiet. Don't have any shows. Don't do anything. Don't don't meet with the media. Let that to be the coach's job. And let a coach coach the team and run the team. It's my thoughts. But hey, we don't know. What do you guys think uh, coming up? I know there's uh, some good games that are going to be coming up in the playoffs for sure. Coming up, um, I know. Let's see here. Saturday, um, Texans and ba- Texans go to Baltimore. If you're asking me, I think Baltimore is going to win that game. The Texans are a very good football team. Um, have turned the corner for sure. You guys think uh, the Ravens are going to take that, or what do you think? Give me C.J. Stroud. Really? Because I think okay. he is that that player. I really do. Beginning okay. of the year, I definitely doubted him. I think uh, – I think I thought he was the best quarterback in the class, but I also thought this class was terrible for quarterbacks, so I didn't expect much of him. But that right now, he's probably top five quarterback in the NFL already. So he's good. I think uh, I think he's going to. I, I mean, in my opinion, Baltimore's defense isn't much better than uh, Cleveland's, so why can't he do the same thing? Why? I mean, he shouldn't be. He should be able to. So yeah, I just think Baltimore's offense is a lot better. No, I mean, you're right, but in my opinion, they had that game pretty much in hand before Flacco turned those balls over. No, you're right. And the thing is, is like Lamar Jackson, until he proves it, which he could, no, I'm not saying he's not going to prove anything, but until he proves it, I mean, he's he's he does exactly kind of what, I mean, and again, I'm not blaming it all on Dak, but does what Dak does, and that's have a, because if you have one bad game in, in the playoffs, you're done. You're done. Danny, you think Baltimore is going to win, or? Houston. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to say Baltimore, but just going off of history in the past, what, four years or whatever, there's no reason to take Baltimore over Houston, I think. Yeah. So you're taking Houston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I would, like I said, I wish, I wish I could say Baltimore, but same kind of thing I was saying about the Eagles. Like, when you look at what was coming, like, it was kind of clear that they were going to lose, maybe not this early, but not make it far. Yeah. But, well, and then the game uh, the Fo- on Fox uh, Saturday night, 49ers host the Packers. I think the 49ers will win that. Yeah, I think San Francisco takes I that. Think San Francisco. I think I think game. Jordan Love makes it a game, but I think yeah, I, I think just the best team wins there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Green Bay is one of those teams to watch out for in the next several years. For sure. He 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 looks like he's playing recess football, is what I told Diego. Like. Yeah. Just the 
back foot throw. I mean, honestly, like Aaron Rodgers, just the back foot throw and sling in the arm and just that ball just go. I mean, well, yeah, perfect. perfect. And I didn't, I didn't even watch the second half. I turned it off, but I know he still kept doing what I was watching. So yeah. running yeah. around the pocket with Micah chasing him around, who was a non-factor. So it's unfortunate, man. But yeah, enough with that game. Enough yeah. with that game. I agree. Um, one of the you know Sunday at two o'clock here in uh, Central Time Zone on NBC, the Buccaneers against the Detroit Lions. Whoever wins that game, I'm going to be happy regardless. But I'm I'm for Detroit just because I want to see them. It's, it's really, tough. but it's it tough is tough. Baker. I also feel like I'm going to be pulling for Detroit, but like it's going to be hard because I'm going to be wanting Baker to be throwing as many touchdown passes as he can. You know. Hundred percent. But at the same time, like you said, I would love to see Detroit win, and I think they definitely get the best shot at beating San Fran. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I agree, hundred percent. And that's the thing is the only the only other time I've rooted against Baker is whenever he played for Cleveland and came in and smoked the Dallas Cowboys. So, Gannon, who do you think is going to win? I think Detroit will. I think it's one of those games. I mean, I'm for Tampa Bay, but Gary's always brought up how like some games he'll be like, I think I'm for this team. But after the first, like, three minutes, it's clear that he's switched sides or whatever. But I think I'm still for Tampa Bay. Yeah. But I think uh, Detroit takes it. Not sure. considerably a blowout, but I don't think it'll be the closest game. And then uh, finally, has the makings of the best game of the weekend, the Chiefs and the Bills in Buffalo – I can't sit there and say cold weather is going to do anything because the Chiefs just got through, you know, beating up on uh, on Miami. That's going to be a good game. Buffalo, Buffalo cold is different than Kansas City cold, though. I'm sure it is. Sure I, it is. I don't know. That game was – that's what I was thinking is if you're Buffalo, you kind of have to be thinking like this kind Kansas of sucks because their, their, home, their home field advantage would have been so much more with any other team except Kansas City. So it's like – they got to be a little disappointed, but it is colder, I'm sure. But that game in Kansas City, I mean, all the stuff showed that it was cold. Hundred percent. I'm going to take uh, Kansas City. I'm taking. I'm taking Buffalo. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm taking. Yeah, Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. I think the same thing with Kansas City. They haven't looked great all year, and True. I think it's going to show. And I think the fact that they have nobody to catch the ball at all. Yeah, Kelsey's sure. definitely regressing. Rasheed Rice is downhill. He had one good game in the playoffs, and everyone thinks he's the answer. Like he's still a rookie. He'll collapse at some point in the playoffs. And I think Josh Allen's just going to do what he does so. in every game, run over the defenses. Not I hope he'll so. turn the ball over a couple times for sure. But also do you, what do you think that that like fifty yard run that he had for a touchdown the other day. Do you think that should have like? What do you think about that? Because people are talking about how he did the fake slide, so the defense can't go at him. So it like it stuns the defense because he's going to slide, and then he Can takes off. I think yes, yes, yes. Like what? Like it was definitely a fake slide, but I don't know how you even counter that. Like, do you call you call it dead down. right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I just thought it was interesting down at that point. I don't know. That was a great run, though. I mean, dead guy. It was, but I just think it's abusive of the of yeah, the protection I, you're getting from the refs. I totally understand. And then, real quick, um, I know um, 
one other thing and then we'll be done. Nick Saban retiring. Um, that's one of those moments that I think I'll always remember where I was at. I was outside changing mom's car battery and then Garrett sent me a text and then Clay sent me a text and I, and I knew something was going on. So I looked at my phone. I'm like, wow, no kidding. So, but that was, um, you know, we've, we kind of talked about some things with him and I, it's not so much shocking, but, um, Hey, it's done. And then, um, the new coach, is it DeBoer? Is that how you say it? Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer. I'm, I'm happy with that for, for Alabama. I mean, as an OU fan, I'm kind of stinks because, but, I think he's going to be pretty good, but were you shocked? How you, how do you feel uh, now that uh, Saban's retired? I mean, even though you're fully expecting it, something like that's still shocking. Like it's, it's just weird to think. And he's not, it feels like when Brady retired. Yeah. He's just a coach on the sideline, but yeah, it's, it's wild. And just to watch the domino effect of the whole country after just the top dog retires and watching every player or not every player, every coach in the country, essentially getting a, a, a promotion to upgrade in their head coaching spot. Players leaving to leave Alabama players, leaving to join Alabama players, leaving the coach, the teams that the coaches left. Like, yeah, it's so an, many it's different insane. names were mentioned and, it was just crazy. Man. And that's the thing, too, is nobody knows who they really even contacted. Like, no. everyone thinks they wanted Dan Landing, which I don't know why they wouldn't, but a lot of people are saying they never even called him. A bunch I, of people were saying Sweeney, but a bunch of people were saying Kiffin, a bunch of people were saying Sarkeesian. Yeah. Uh, I was told. Norvell. I, I, was, I was told that uh, Sarkeesian was, like, they gave him a courtesy call, but they kind of knew he probably wasn't going to – Take it and then, but um, Kalen was the was the number one pick, to be honest with you. But then so, you've got um, was it how do you say, fish? I don't know. Is it Jed? Jed Fish going from Arizona up to, uh, Washington. Up to Washington. I think that's a pretty good hire. I don't know who's going to go to Arizona. I haven't heard anything. They got somebody already. Oh, I didn't know that. So I yeah. But hey, I mean Nick Saban. I was looking forward to seeing him on the sidelines next year against Oklahoma. I wanted to at least see him with my own eyes. But hey, it's unfortunate. Um, but it is. It, we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen at some point. But hey, uh, best of luck to him. Um, and hopefully Alabama uh, isn't going to be as good anymore. So, but we'll see. I don't it's a uh, Brent Brennan. No clue. Was that San Jose State? Okay, well, good for him. And then, and then somebody will go to San Jose. I mean, it's just a domino effect. Just yeah. Cool. Well, um, that's about all the time we have for now. Obviously, we want to thank uh, everybody for listening to our podcast. Hopefully, you're viewing it as well on uh, on the our YouTube channel. Make sure you put, you know, click on subscribe down there. Uh, put some likes in here. Make some comments, and we'll uh, we'll answer some of those. Um, but for the rest of the group, we want to appreciate everybody. Um, for taking time out of your day. And I always want to remind you that iron sharpens iron. Please stay safe. Be savage, not average. And remember to join the skulk. And until next time, good. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. everybody. Boomer. You've been listening to the Fox Dan Sports Podcast with Todd K.
Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Find us on Facebook at Fox Den Sports. That's Fox with two X's. Drop us an email at foxdensports at yahoo.com. And be sure to share this podcast with other sports fans in your life. This has been Fox Den Sports.